Bet the bull. And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Sports And we are back. We got the full crew in the house. That is what it's all about. The Yankees out of any team in the league are the best equipped to handle a blow like this. I think there is a higher power at play here. He's due law of averages. That dude is the ultimate scrub. It's trash. <laughs> yeah. Every person you have in there is fucking trash. Next game, you're going to see a big, big, big performance. You can see it in the end of the game, and I'm just totally stoked and excited for this. And we are back. Welcome to another edition of the Sportsport it's Barnes. It's Tony. You. It's Mike. You. It's Friday. It's it Friday, like it's summer. baby. It's October. I mean, what the hell's going on? I don't know, but it's hot out there. It's gorgeous out there. W- would you attribute it to it. global warming? Uh, no, no, I don't think so, dude. I mean, I'm not a weatherman. I'm not a scientist. I mean, we've done a pretty good job with the weather this year, have we not? Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So let's go. Are you going global warming? I mean, you're mm-hmm. the weatherman, man. I'm going. It's a natural occurrence every so often, every couple, you know, million years the earth resets itself a couple million huh i don't know the exact numbers i'm just i know it's a lot of years well we're science people here you gotta, you yeah, gotta we're smack dab in the middle of it yeah yeah who would have thought um, dude what are the chances and also i have to say another episode of the sports port brought to you by american mule we're back at the taste test today tony started out what is up dude so today i am tasting the mexican mule so we got uh, tequila with ginger, lime, and salsa. And I, dude, chips and salsa would probably go perfect. Oh, with this, dude. flavor combo? Why yeah, not? Yeah, dude, maybe Tostitos with the lime, and maybe some, you know, thick and chunky salsa. Broad. What? What? Big broad salsa. Yeah. Yes, dude. Anyway, here we go. Love the can. Nice green. I bet it's getting keyed out right now. It probably. Is. It is. Nice, dude. Uh, let's just go right in there. Ooh, dude. Obviously, you know, ginger beer is pretty, ginger's pretty uh, prominent flavors. You got that. Did you have there, this but, flavor yesterday? But you hear the no, lime, dude. No, no. Um, I, I can't believe I already forgot what I had. I think that's what I you think had, he did dude. the southern one. I thought you said no, he did. No, he, no, did no, the, he, he did the Mexican mule. Really? Are you positive, though? Because I thought I said bourbon. Like Because you said the ginger was a little bite. They're yeah, all, they, they all, they're all ginger. ginger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I, I forgot. You were a bartender, but you should know I that. I forgot. It's no, been no. a while. Honestly, it's, it's more on too. me. I should know. And, and I'm I'm back at it today. So we have the tropical mule. We'll come back to you too, nice Tony. To, yeah, so tropical, uh, rum. rum with ginger, pineapple, natural fl- flavors, and carbonation. Love, love the artwork, everyone. I mean, I feel like it's just, you know, that's packaging. That's a big, big part of this. Yeah, so let's, dude. Let's see what we got Appears here. to the eye. Friday, you gotta start with a big sip. Honestly, really like it. Um, I, I tropical. I, I definitely have that like fruity aftertaste. Yeah, you've been to Aruba, right? It would, yeah. That remind you of the island. I feel like I'm having rum and, rum and pineapple right now. Yeah, dude. So Ginger. great, great drink. To to American Mule. Cheers. Let's go, everyone. Baby. You know, great weekend. Drink up this weekend, of course, and get some merch. I know your sweatshirt's back ordered, Tony, but we'll get you one in the next couple months. I know? have one, dude. Well, Come that on. wasn't supposed to be for you, but I guess we'll let you have it temporarily. Says who? What? Well, Mike didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, nah, yeah. dude. It, it's all right. Can it's I drink right. this now? Yeah. So tell Enjoy. us. What, thank Enjoy. you, dude. Jesus. So anyway, big tequila guy. Honestly, I think I've had every flavor of American Mule by now. Love them all. But I think the Mexico one's my favorite. Yeah. 
I think so. It's kind of hard to say, to be honest, but I'm on a tequila kick as of recently. So as of now, dude, Mexican's my favorite. Um, just just have attitude. I've mentioned this before. The, the no, lime. Nothing like having, like going to a Mexican restaurant, having the margaritas with like the fajitas, right. chips and salsa. I just was at Cantina in Stanford the other night. Never been. Pitcher margaritas. I right. just, what did we have? I think raspberry mm-hmm. actually was pretty good. You know, usually I like just the traditional, um, but it was pretty good. So you got to go traditional. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. No, bar taco. Right. Powerful. Tony. Powerful. Like even, even somebody like you, mm-hmm. a veteran around these parts, I would say even two, you're feeling, you're feeling pretty good. No way. It's like the Mets are up for nothing in the second. Wow, dude. That would be the comparison. Um, Never happened. But we are, you know, we, we do have range, but we are a sports show here. So let's start, Tony, in the world of the National Football All right, so we did have the beginning of week six last night. Bucks and Eagles, and at the end of the day, we had a 28-22 victory by the Bucks, and you know they were in control most of this game, jumping out to a 28-7 lead. Uh, you know, Eagles definitely made a push later on in the game, but as always, you know, Brady had a you know Brady-esque game: 34-42, 297, two touchdowns, one interception. And uh, Leonard Fournette, possibly his best game since joining the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 22 carries, 81 yards, two touchdowns, and also had six catches for 47 yards. So they really utilized him. And Antonio Brown, seems like him and Brady are always on the same page. Nine catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, So the offense was churning. You know, kind of sputtered a little bit late, but didn't matter. You know, they get the win. Uh, One Sour note for them, Richard Sherman left the game early with a hamstring injury, so that secondary already has been depleted. Um, but a win is a win is a win, Tony. And would you say at 5-1, and one, the Bucks are in pretty good position to defend their title? I mean, easily. Yeah, only, only one loss. I mean, yeah, obviously. I mean, they're looking great. You know, like you said, they have, they have pretty much almost the same team as they did last season, right? So it's like you know the – the amount of chemistry they have um, and obviously how skillful they are as a team um, coming over, you know, a few, a few big wins, beating a few good teams already in the regular season. I mean, at five and one, you know, they're standing, um, I would imagine pretty confident. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Rams did beat them handily that one game, but right. Rams are a great team. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you're always going to be challenged. Uh, so they will host the bears next week. You know, that expects to be an easy game. I mean, Justin Fields, the rookie quarterback has struggled as have the bears, you know, the last couple weeks. So uh, they are in good position, obviously just got to keep uh, the main guys, especially on offense, healthy, including, you know, Brady. I mean, he's the key to everything, obviously uh, you look across though, the other side of the field here, uh, the Eagles, uh, they fall to two and four. And Jalen Hurts and me and Mike were talking about it yesterday. I mean, we're kind of fans of him. We th- we think that, you know, he doesn't get enough credit. But last night, definitely not one of his better games. Uh, missing throws left and right. He goes 12 of 26, only 115 yards passing. One touchdown, one interception. I mean, on the ground, he did get uh, 44 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Um, so that is obviously you know, an area of his game, you know, that just kind of diversifies, you know, what he does because you have to respect him 
uh, running the ball. Uh, but at the end of the day, we know it is a passing league. So 115 yards playing a full NFL game is not going to get the job done. And that sounds like a clip that should be for our next intro. Tell me that it's not. What are you just producing segments now, dude? No, I think I said <laughs> something like just the not, and like that was in the last clip. I forget what exactly I said, but tell me that and it didn't. That is yes. what it's all about. <laughs> is what you said, dude. Yes, yes. <laughs> but do you agree, Tony? Do you agree? No, I do agree. I mean, that's gonna get you nowhere. And yes, Barnes, that is a good soundbite for the next intro. Um, when you're right, you're right. And one question I have to ask both of you guys here. So what do you got? Uh, I don't agree with this, but you know, they go analytics. This is what you should do. So the Eagles were down two touchdowns in the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter. They score, uh, to bring, uh, you know, it's a 28, 20. So they're down eight and they went for two to make it a six point game. They did get it. Cause I guess the thought is you go for two. If you get it, then Next touchdown, you win the game. You don't need to go for two again. If you miss it, then you just go for two the next time. Right. And I'll start with you. Do you agree with that strategy? Um, Yeah, I do think so. Um, I mean, first of all, you know, scoring two touchdowns, I guess, at that point in the game, eh, you never know. Yeah, tough to do, especially, um, you know, against against the Bucs, right? So it's like, um, you know, you kind of set yourself up for, I guess you give yourself a little leeway i guess you know in, mm-hmm. in that point um in terms of you're either going to tie it if you do get two touchdowns right you're going to probably tie it go for two whatever or if you just get the two of the first shot you know field goal touchdown you win touchdown extra point you win michael your opinion here i feel like barnes is not about this decision yeah no i don't really care just for the it. way his tone is right now i don't really care for it. i mean why not i mean what else are you doing game over anyway I mean, I know. Give up? Is it, your... It's just funny, though, because me and Mike just agree on a lot of things. And I know he agrees with me on this. It's like, if you want to go for two, kick the f- extra point on the first touchdown. And then if you want to go for the win, end of the game, yeah. go for two. You don't need to go for two. But you're giving before. yourself, like like I said, like a little bit more room there for error, I feel like, at that point. Because you go for two the first shot. And then yeah, but what if you, you don't get it the first shot? Then you go for two again you anyway. you have to get the two. But then you just, have to get the two just no, to tie. Just to tie, right. whereas if you just kick the extra point, then you'd be able to go for the win. But when you think about it, if you go for two twice, I feel like odds are you're getting one of them. Uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's a fair argument. I'll give you that. Uh, and it just, I don't know. These are the decisions, uh, that you have to make. And it would be interesting, honestly, <laughs> I, even though I'm kind of, I'm kind of like talking against myself here, but it, Oh. I would love to, especially because, you know, the extra point has been moved back, obviously, for a few mm. years now. And we've seen a lot of missed extra right. points. I think last week there was five or whatever it was. Maybe it's six, honestly, or it, seven. It, it could have been. Um, but I would almost entertain going for two every time. Yeah, I would honestly. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea, especially like you said now. I mean, with extra points getting doinked left and right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost worth going for two. Um but again, that kind of, like you said, contradicts your point, I guess. I, I was basically saying if you're playing basic strategy, then you're bringing the two point in. I just would wait till the last time to do it. That's all I was saying. But if you're going to go for it from the beginning, going for it every time. And my friends did not agree with me on this last night. I was saying, basically, if I'm on my own 30 or further down the field and it's two, it's three yards or less, I'm going for it every fourth down. If you're on your own 30. Mm-hmm. And it's three yards or, or less. less on fourth down. I'm going for it every time instead of punting. Why? Because three yards. You can't throw a three-yard pass? Sometimes you can. I would say probability. I mean, what do you think? Like, Law of average. Screen every time? Like, Not what? a screen. I mean, just like a you could go slants. slants. 
crossing routes, digs. I mean, you you don't you don't like the ultra aggressive nature, like doing that in conjunction with the two point every time, and just you know what I mean, being a trendsetter. That's like your own thirty, though. It's yeah, but at least it's I, I understand. Like okay, if you're at your own ten, your own five, like you're just inviting them for a touchdown. But thirty yards, I mean, a lot can happen from thirty yards to the goal line. A lot could happen, yes, but you would you would assume at that point they're at least getting a field goal. So what what would be your cutoff point? You need to be near midfield? Yeah. Honestly, I would say screw the field goal. And like even if I'm on their 30 and it's like fourth and three, go for it. Um does it but does it depend on time of the game? How much you're well down I suppose so. Up? If you're down by like two and there's like two seconds left in the right. game, then All go right. for the field how goal. About, but it's like how about competitive game? You're up seven, and it's fourth and two, 45-yard field goal. What are you doing? Competitive game, where are we? Fourth quarter? Fourth quarter, five minutes left. You're up a touchdown. It's a 45-yard field goal. Fourth and two. I go for it. Really? Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, these are the type of things, like, Mm -hmm. and this is why – NFL coaching is like no other sport. Like it's like, right. you know, we always talk about, oh, the manager being mm-hmm. a puppet. Like NFL, it's complete opposite. Yeah. Of course they use some type of analytics, but they're making these mm-hmm. decisions. I would honestly fake field goal. Fake, fake field the goal. field goal, dude. Wow. The holder sprints, gets the first down. Nothing like being ultra aggressive. Yeah. And, oh, and, and I would love that. to do like first play of the game, like a lot, like just go for like a 60 yard pass. Mm-hmm. Like oh just, yeah. Just come out firing because everyone's like first down they're gonna run it right i mean just just keep everyone yeah, lay one out there you know, you know yeah I mean? exactly really keep the defense guessing so um i, I think, think we should be coaches here man. i Dude. would relish the opportunity <laughs> <laughs> good one um and then so the eagles like i said disappointing loss you know they came close couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't quite get there they will play the raiders next week obviously we know all that's going on there so Possibly an opportunity for an upset, but in Vegas, obviously going across country, not the easiest trip. We will see uh, what happens. And on to uh, some of the games this weekend. Uh, Jets on their bye. We are doing Sunday, though, morning. Do you want to recap also again Sunday, or do you want to do? I mean, we could. There's so many games we could talk about. Okay, we could. Yeah, yeah, we could. There's so many other games. I don't be here Sunday, so it's like, you know, you're getting a little bit of me about, you know, games. Oh, Uh, Totally. All right, so oh, totally. That being said, like I was saying, Jets off. We do have Thank the God. four and one Rams uh, visiting the one and four Giants. One o'clock, F O X. Rams nine and a half point favorites. Uh, the Giants battered Barkley Galladay out. Jones expected to play. Um, we know what the Rams are. Stafford has made such an impact this mm-hmm. year. 1587 through the air, 12 touchdowns, three interceptions. Cooper Cup, Tony, 523 yards, five touchdowns. Absolute animal out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like they could score at any point in the field. Uh, defense has been playing well. Aaron Donald obviously leads them. He's questionable. They hope to have him, but I don't even think they need him. I just feel like we're talking talent level. I mean, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, everyone's like, oh, you know, he's actually played pretty good. I mean, it's like, it's four touchdowns in five games. Stafford is 12th. And he's three times the amount of touchdowns. Three times um, the amount of interceptions. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Come, on. Come on, sport. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but it's like one of those like <laughs> twisted stats, basically. Right, yeah. It kind yeah. of is. Yeah, I guess. Um, that, so, 
looking at this, uh, you know, I, I will go last here. Your your analysis, and, and also I want to hear just from the nine and a half aspect, but just in general, score, where are you here? Um nine and a half. It's a lot of fucking points, dude. No, I think I think the Rams will honestly cover. Um, I think it's gonna be maybe like I don't know, 34, 14, something of that nature. Um, I really think even with Donald out, I mean, you look at the Giants offensive line struggling, you know, in the mm-hmm. past few years, even really not looking like they have gotten any better at all this season so far. I mean, yes, Daniel Jones has been playing decently, um, better than I guess he has been in the past. But when you look at their offensive capability next to what the Rams can do, I mean, they're going to get outscored easily. And like I said, you know, the Rams defense is going to be on Jones all the time. No Barkley. I mean, the run game is going to be like, eh. So I really don't expect them to honestly succeed very well this game. So I'm going to go Rams. All right. Easily, dude. Michael. What do you think, Barnes? Wow. I mean, I know, I know you like we we just think alike. I mean, what can I say? But I think you're looking at two teams here. I mean, the Giants are the Giants are the Giants. We've Hello, been saying the same Tully. thing. Hello, Tully, for the past five plus <laughs> years. Um, they're in a completely different class. Rams 41, Giants three. Whoa, wow, dude. And I, I asked you both of you guys this question. If you were John Mara the next morning, or or maybe just right after the game, would you fire the coach and the general manager getting embarrassed on your home turf like that? I would fire both and then go buy myself a nice pack of American Mule <laughs> Good. sulk in the sorrow. Michael? I, I, I think that's the answer. Yeah, and I think this is why. The Rams, I mean, of course, the Giants, like we said, are not a good team. But just <clears throat> that type of performance is why they're going to be neck and neck with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that is going to be your NFC Championship game. Guaranteed. Unless. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not guaranteed. Well, there's oh. one team that could potentially be there, and that's a good segue. Uh, we have at 4.05 on Fox. 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 The 5-0 and last undefeated team in the league. The Arizona Cardinals traveling to Cleveland to play the three and two Browns. Browns three and a half point favorites, but it did just come out today. Mm-hmm. Their leading rusher, Nick Chubb, out for the game. Oof. But they do have Kareem Hunt, the former Pro Bowler uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do have the top rushing offense in the NFL, 187 yards per game. We know Kyler Murray's been all over the field this year. You know, he has DeAndre <clears throat> Hopkins. Christian Kirk, AJ Green, you know, he's got weapons up and down the field here. Um, so the Cardinals have been impressive. Uh, but Browns maybe better defense. Chandler Jones also out for the Cardinals. So that's that's kind of a big piece for them missing. Uh wh- what do you make of this? Um, I don't know, dude. I think it's I think the Browns are in a little bit of hot water at this point. Um, but the Cardinals did not Cardinals just got Ertz, right? Yeah. Did you mention that? No, but that is a very good point, Tony. Ertz plays last night. We wake up today, traded. Mm-hmm. I think it was a six-round pick. Fifth-round so? pick. Really? Yeah. It's kind of a shame because I love the Hurts to Ertz call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a shame, call. dude. What? I never heard that. I'm saying, what, did you hear Gus Johnson say it on FOX or something? I don't know, dude. What the fuck? Fifth-round <laughs> pick in cornerback. <laughs> I never heard that call. Who was that call? Yeah, who was it? I didn't know who they were. Tay oh. Gowan, Tony, in a fifth-round pick for Zach Ertz. 
uh, three-time Pro Bowler. Big move for the guards? Yeah, I would say so easily. I mean, of course, you know, good tight end goes a long way, I feel. Um, and I would expect the Cardinals to utilize him quite heavily against the Browns. Um, you know, again, I think the Browns have kind of come out this season a little bit um, under par, I feel. Uh, honestly, I would expect them to, uh, I think, try and um, move Odell, to be honest. Um, next Jets, couple of months, they get some other pieces. It'd be kind of funny to see him go to the Jets, but I think the Cardinals, honestly, dude, I think they're going to have a pretty easy day against the Browns. I think it's going to be 27-10. Oh. Honestly, dude, I think they come out swinging. Murray cannot be contained. All right. All day. Interesting. And, and you're confident uh, Sands, their best defensive player, Chandler mm-hmm. Jones, that they're going to be able to stop this rushing attack that's averaged 187 yards per game. I think so. Without Chubb, Kareem Hunt. I guess. But still, dude, I think they'll be totally fine. Um, Michael? Yeah, I'm going with Tony on this one. As much as I hate to say it, big Mayfield guy. I know. I, I, I'm surprised. I mean, it is what it is, dude. I'm unbiased. Yeah. I'm only biased towards American Mule. <laughs> I like what so, you're doing here. Looking at this, you know, if it was the only injury going into this game was that Nick Chubb was out, I would take the Cardinals. But Chandler Jones, I think that's that's going to be a problem. Kareem Hunt is ready. You know, we've seen him take over the lead role before, you mm-hmm. know, when Chubb's out. Uh, I think this is going to be a classic. Um, and I think the, the wise guys, as I like to say, will be on the Cardinals at that plus three and a half number. Browns. 31, Cardinals 28, sliding in by the proverbial Tony, <laughs> half of a point. Could be a great game, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, you know, usually we see that midday. 405, yeah. you know, that that late, that late you know. kickoff there. So looking uh forward to that one. And also two former teammates in college at the University of Oklahoma, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield. Um, but when you look at these guys, I mean, do you feel like long term Kyler Murray? Far and away the better, you know, quarterback over Baker Mayfield? I don't know. I guess at this point, I mean, maybe long term, you know, Kyle Murray has a few more tools, I mm-hmm. suppose, you know, in terms of just his his um, ability to scramble and, and run. Um, so, yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll go to Murray long term. Yeah. Interesting enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last game we're going to highlight here. And also, before we get to that, Totally says totally. whose future looks, looks more, more hopeful, hopeful, the Jets or the Giants. And I am going to answer for everyone. So no, you guys don't even need to do anything. No, here. see, I think you're wrong already. Uh, the Giants are a complete train wreck. So right. until Dave Gettleman gets out of town and, and Joe Judge, when he goes to work at LA Fitness after he gets fired, um, the Jets far and away, Zach Wilson, future league MVP, oh. future Super Bowl MVP. And you will see <sighs> Coach Rob Sala, if not this year, Next year, guaranteed coach of the year and the gift that just keeps on giving the New York Jets for the next 10 years will win 30 more games than the New York Giants. <laughs> Lock of the century. But I guess the decade would be more appropriate. But you know what I was saying? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I could honestly see the Giants just completely retooling midseason here. I'm just getting everyone cleaning house. Um, taking it from kind of, you know, um, 
ground zero, I guess you could say point zero, whatever you want to say it. Um, and I think the Jets are going to be stuck with a third-rate quarterback at that point. Third-rate? Third-rate, dude. Not even second. No, not even second. Third-rate third quarterback, second-rate coach. And they're just going to be uh, dwelling in their own sorrows. And um, I don't know what Mike's saying to me. Um, yeah, I think they're just – in terms of future, I think the Jets are going to be – compared to when the Giants starts to retool. Okay. Honestly. Um, And yeah, another sure. great matchup. We have the 4-1 and one Los Angeles Chargers. Tropical. Traveling to Baltimore to face the 4-1 and one Baltimore Ravens, who are two-and-a-half-point favorites. This is actually a one o'clock kick on CBS, and I haven't looked at the broadcaster assignment list, Tony, but I would only imagine oh, that this is going to be Romo, this is going to be Nance, right. this is going to be Tra- Tracy Wolfson patrolling the sidelines. Don't lose your breath. Um, but you look at this game, I mean, talent all over the field, both sides of the balls, but especially you look at quarterback, Justin Herbert. I mean, since he's coming to the league last year, after Tyrod Taylor, you know, punctured his lung right before mm-hmm. kickoff, he has no idea he's starting, and then he, like, throws for 200 yards and four touchdowns, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since that moment, I mean, you know, last year their win-loss record wasn't good, but he's just stepped up to every occasion. We've seen him beat the Chiefs before. Um, you look at his numbers this year, 15-76 through the air, <clears throat> 13 touchdowns, three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just a true gunslinger and a guy I almost like they're different players, but just as far as ability um, and, and being like one of the more talented guys in the league, it almost reminds me of like Aaron Rodgers. Like it's like that type of ability. And mm-hmm. I just hope, you know, going forward that he's able to, you know, uh, be up on that podium and get to Super Bowls more frequently than Aaron Rodgers has, but that's the type mm-hmm. of ability I feel like he has. Uh, but then you look on the other side, Lamar Jackson. Um, I could not be more impressed with his passing ability this year. We've talked about the rushing. You know, he's broken all the quarterback rushing records. Uh, right. But this year, I mean, 15, 19 through the year, that's only 50 yards less than um, Justin Herbert, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't even consider them close going into the season, you know, through the air. Right. Um, and we saw what he did, the comeback uh, this past week on Monday Night Football. Uh, I mean, what, what do you make of these two quarterbacks? Well, yeah, it's actually funny you made the comparison from Herbert to Rodgers because uh, one thing I've seen Herbert do really well um, is he kind of fools the defense a little bit. He leads them with his head, with his eyes mm-hmm. looking in the opposite direction, um, which is exactly what Rodgers does actually as well. Um, and he's been doing a really good job of that this season, which I think has been a, a, you know, a big point of his success. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be a tough matchup here. I mean, Jackson, you know, he's, there's been a lot of narrative, um, talking about how he's not as good of a throwing quarterback, you know, and, and yes, he can run, but he hasn't really proved himself in in the air, which he is doing exactly that now this season. So I think he's really kind of becoming a more well-rounded quarterback. And I believe, um, aren't they getting some running back back from injury? Oh, Tyson Williams? No. Because Le'Veon Bell was on the practice squad. They demoted right. him. They have Devontae Freeman, and they have Latavius Murray. I don't know if it's one of those guys. Devontae sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, um, but Trevor anyway. Ariza. So what? What? Trevor Ariza? Yeah. No. No. No, it wasn't him. I, I, I feel like I had to look this up. Now. I think we should look, I have this to up look at this up. I have to now. look at this up now. Um, Let's take a look here. Gus Edwards? No, no, by lie, he oh, has totally no need. Yeah, he has, he no. has no need. <laughs> His need does oh, not yeah. exist. Um, I think you're thinking of a different team, Tony. Uh, I, dude, it's very possible, to be honest. Uh, no, I know, I know what you're thinking of. 
rookie wide receiver Rashad Bateman expected to make his NFL debut. Maybe that, that is yes. what it's all about. <laughs> he likes that. He likes he that. Really does. Well, he I, loves him. I mean, his Barnes listens to that intro before yeah. that, I think. Every oh, day. yeah. I, I need to know. I have no idea. I'm just I'm asking this question, and maybe it's a collaborative effort, but who deserves the credit for that? Tony. I did. Well, really? I mean, start I, to finish, or Michael, you had some input uh, here? Or? I edited the whole thing. However, the shots were from Renee. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so I collaborative. Mean, and of course, you know, we we watch it back before it exports, all three of us. So it's a collaborative effort. Yeah. And for, then I sure. mean somebody has to say the words that are in the video. So like I said, collaborative right. effort, Tony. Collaborative. Well, like Barnes Tony's trying to take credit. <laughs> yeah, it's like Tony's. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But honestly, Tony, I think that, that should be up for some type of award. I mean, I'll figure out <laughs> what award, you know, maybe short short feature film or I something. I mean, not to brag, but I already have one Emmy, you know, so What's why not make for? it two? MLB Network. Oh, right, right, right. We won the Emmy for Best Daily Studio Sports Show, MLB Tonight. The gift that keeps on giving. Yes, that's on my dresser right now, dude. <laughs> uh, but also, you know, just something with Jackson, I think what has helped him is last year you saw he went to the tight end all the time. Mark Andrews, mm -hmm. you know, a lot. And he really didn't throw anything to his receivers. I think through the first half of the season, he didn't even have a, a passing touchdown to a wide receiver. And you look at Hollywood Brown, a second-year wide receiver out of the University of Oklahoma, you know, the speedster. He's actually cousins with Antonio Brown. Uh, mm. 451 yards receiving, five touchdowns. I mean, a deep threat. He's hitting him down the field. And then Sammy Watkins has been a big addition for them, a guy that we've known has had talent but just hasn't gotten the ball. So – Combination of those guys, I mean, I think has really helped him. And I have to say, I'm the first one to say, I've all for years have been saying, Lamar Jackson is never doing anything. If you can't throw, you can't win. But he's shown this year he can right. throw, he can win. Yeah, and he can win, but hasn't really progressed in the playoffs. So this will be a big step forward. And I think this is the year because the Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So you think about the other teams in the AFC, I mean, Cleveland, I guess, will be up there, the Bills, but I don't think. There's some big separation where in the past, mm -hmm. who's beating Kansas City? No one has a shot. That right. was the mindset the last couple of years. So what do you have final score? Final score of this one. This is this is definitely a field goal game. Uh, so you look at that. The Ravens at home. Ravens have been on a run here after dropping that first game. This is this is so tough. This is like a flip of the coin game. Um Man, this I swear I really am having a tough time with this. Really, dude. Um, Can I help you out here, dude? Yeah, I want you to go first. Ravens win 37-34. Tucker from field goal. 53. Buzzer? Yeah. Wow. That'll be exciting. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I guess it'd be devil's advocate here. I mean, Ravens, law of averages, due for a loss. Herbert, nasty. Um, I'll go Chargers. 35-32. And how do you get to 32? We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't All wait the... to watch this one. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, oh man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Red Zone will be going back and forth to Shot, this one um, a lot. But I, easily. I, you know, and, and me and uh, Mike were talking about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. How the hell is it week six? Week six? Flying by. Season just started. So we got like one more weeks left, though. No, but how how ridiculous on. is this? And I know my fault overdoing it, but someone asked me to do a league. I just always say yes. Five leagues, Tony. Take a guess of the five. How many I'm one in four in? 
four, five, three. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. And, and a couple of them, like rosters are great. So point wise, do you right just is it just too much to to keep track of? No, What's the deal no with, dude? injuries, and then it's like I almost think like it would be better to just do a straight points thing because it's like some guy might be four and one, the other right. guy will be one and four. The guy who's one and four has more total points. But the teams that the guy who was four and one played mm-hmm. had less points against him, so he wins. Like it's kind of not fair in that in that regard. You know, well, that's I mean? not fair sometimes, dude. It, have you ever done fantasy football? No, not one time. Football? No. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, I am going tropical now. We are in the tropical islands of American Mule. Think about that, Michael. I need to hear it though, just to cut Tony off. Chargers or Ravens, who you got? Ravens. You're a big Lamar guy? No. Oh, you don't like Lamar? Not that I don't like him. You like Herbert better, but Ravens at home. Yeah. Yeah, dude, come on. I like Herbert better. And then he's hot. What's his name's hot? Herbert. Lamar. And Herbert. But Lamar is real hot right now. He's he's throwing. He's on fire, yeah. Herbert's expected. This is something. He's riding a momentum, so I think it'll continue. You think Herbert's expected? Yeah, right now. To do this well right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Since last year, they've all. Oh, I, he's, he's, I I can't believe that we've gotten to this point with Justin Herbert. I mean, yeah. in college was not impressed. Low completion percentage. You know, University of Oregon, Tony. I mean, you not haven't had too many great quarterbacks from there. We saw what's happened in Mariota. Um, I can't believe the, the guy that he's become. But I guess it's just like sometimes you really don't know things. Obviously, before the draft, um, gotta put in some laundry. Don't let me miss the NHL talk in Henrik's studio debut, debut with, with the, the homie, homie Bill Pito. So, um, I guess we'll talk about <clears throat> that when we get to the NHL. But I, yeah. I there was some talk about that on uh, Boomer and Geo this morning Henry? on WFN. Yes, All right, we'll get to it, dude. We will get to Let's it. Hurry up, uh, but looking forward uh, <laughs> to that. So we're gonna run out too every fast, other though, football game uh, in the yeah. league. So let's let's go <laughs> game by game. No, I'm just kidding. Tony, like we have to be so tight all the time. That was a rush. I'm actually dude. feeling very loose <laughs> as a goose right now. Why? All right. All right. American Mule is why. Tropical. Um, and I got to try my second one. But in the meantime, uh, we're going to switch gears here. <clears throat> the world of Major League Baseball. Giving chase oh. is Judge. And he dives into the stand. Wop begins the season with an overpowering strikeout of Ronald McDoody. The wall is gone. Three run home run. What's going on here? I love it. He drives one to the moon. Here we are, Tony. And I know you're in a rush. <laughs> I'm not in, in a rush. rush at all. I got nowhere to be. It's Friday. It's four o'clock. I'm sitting here drinking my mules. I'm Why here for the night. Let's go. Dude. When I was talking about, when I was just talking about football for you. All right, let's go. I'm just messing with you, dude. We're clearly getting under the skin here. All right. Well, no, because I need to ask you this before we get to the game last night. You weren't here yesterday, so I, I, I didn't get to hear your your input here. Thoughts on the Yankees making these coaching moves, getting rid of Nevin, getting rid of Tim's. Seems like Boone's coming back. I mean, what what are your thoughts here? Um, I mean, I think, you know, getting rid of, of, of Tim's and Nevin, um, I think that's kind of expected at this point. You know, I mean, you talk about the the decisions um, or, you know, the really lack of good decisions you can talk about. They've kind of had all season, not even just in the wild card game. Um, you know, again, kind of expected to see them not returning. Uh, I guess a little bit surprised about Boom. But again, I think I think we hit on it a little bit early in the week, a couple of days ago, whereas, you know, you could make the argument that, a lot of the blame could be, you know, put on the shoulders of the players, uh, not necessarily on Boone himself. Um, again, if you're if they're going to keep Cashman, 
you know, I guess you talk about Boone being a puppet. They're going to want to keep a manager like Boone. Um, so I guess that kind of makes sense for that organization. I could see them just, again, maybe not necessarily that Boone is a bad manager, but you have to give it to him. You know, he really hasn't had the best tools to work with, I suppose. Um, so, you know, maybe just them keeping Boone, keeping Cashman, retooling in terms of their strategy um, is a good way to go. Would you say, what would you say the percentage <clears throat> that he gets let go at this point? At be? this point? Yeah. I feel like he would have been let go with the rest of the coaching staff. So, like, basically, like, 1%? Basically, maybe three and a half. Well, why is or maybe they want to be a skeptical and just have him fired. Again, I mentioned it before, though. I think that, excuse me, Hal and Cashman are trying to prove that they can, you know, get a World Series without really spending that much money. I mean, Matt said it, I think, earlier this week, too. They're trying to, you know, approach the game more like the Tampa Bay Rays are, I suppose. Um, which, I mean, obviously is doable. You look at the Rays. Um, obviously, their their success that they've had. Unfortunately, that they're out now. Yes, but they still have had more success than the Yankees. Um, Just twenty seven less World Championships. Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's in the past, dude. It's way gone. Isn't everything in the past because they're both out of the. No, playoffs this year. Tomorrow oh, is in the future, so I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Dude. Nothing that's happened <laughs> is not in the past, Tony. Um, Isn't everything in the past? <laughs> uh, and as I, uh, I'm gonna try another. Uh, what do you got? Mule it looks like here. you have, the, have Moscow. the Moscow the OG. I, I would imagine this is the OG. I haven't talked to the president as of yet, but I would imagine this is the signature drink. So. This is a vodka with ginger, lime, natural flavors, and carbonation. So let's give it a try. You got to do a powerful sip, really get the, the aura, you know, really get a feel, not just a quick sip like you do, Tony. Um, I would say, honestly, this might be my favorite one. I mean, and that might be why it's the goat. You like honestly. Moscow Mules? Love it. Really, dude? Love it. Oh. Well, you haven't tried this one, or you you have? I mean, I have tried it. I've also tried Moscow Mules in the past. It's just you know vodka, yeah. ginger beer, lime. Um, I'm just not really a huge a huge vodka guy. Um, just in general, just a big Moscow Mule guy. I'm a big Mule guy, honestly. I think what really turned me on to Mules at first was Black Mules, uh, which is Jameson specifically, or, or whiskey, you could say, and ginger beer, which you know they they have the bourbon whiskey one, the Southern Mule, which is also very delicious. And they have all these variety of flavors. I mean, yeah, I would say, although the Moscow meal was really good, probably my least favorite, I would say. All right. Interesting take. And yeah, just just one other Yankee thing here. Oh, yeah. Um, you had to guess, though, like the and it was funny. I referenced you several times yesterday saying, as Tony would say, it's all about the Yankees. I said it four times yesterday. Um, if you had to, to guess here, bigger part of the offseason, is it going to be? Um, acquiring guys via free agency, or is it going to be a mix of promoting prospects in trades? <clears throat> um, I would say, I don't know. It's tough, dude, because, I mean, you look at the Yankees this season. I mean, they had such a hard time trying to bring up prospects for some reason. Um, I mean, do you really think that's something they're going to approach th like this upcoming season? I don't think so, dude. I, I For shortstop, I would almost guarantee – not getting any big name. It could be a Wade and see what if happened Rossin to Seager, dude. I want it, but I just don't think it's going to happen. happen. But did you see that thing I tagged you in yesterday on Twitter? No. 
Mets and Yankees after Correa. Oh, Correa, yes, I did see that, dude. So, and the thing that I, I, it's, I hate to just the thought of this, but do you at want this Correa? point? I would love Correa, but I'm saying at this point, if we get in a bidding war, I mean, first time probably ever in the history of both teams. I mean, the Mets are probably going to win because Hal is tight <clears throat> as can be. I don't seem like he doesn't want to spend a lot of money. But and then he wants to marry Cashman, though. Like that's why it's just like, why? You think he wants to marry Cashman? You know what I mean, though. It's like, why? Why is he so set that Cashman has to be here? That's what I just don't. I, do, I honestly, I really don't know. I mean, again, you know, you, you think about the narrative earlier before the season started this year. It was like, oh, Cashman, you know, made good decisions in the past. But I mean, after just like the colossal failure of this season, I mean, Joey. Gallo. Gallo, dude. I mean, like at first you're a little hyped, you know. Oh, he hit the home run. Watched it go run, down the line. You know, dude, it's good. The Italian Bronx Bombers. The Italians, you know, give it to the Italians, dude. But um, evidently, you know, not really a good move, I guess, in the long run. So it's like, yeah, why? 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 <sighs> Man, I just, day by day that goes on, I just like, it's like, I just get I'm, I'm getting tired of waiting. My patience, I'm, I'm losing patience, and I understand we still have a ways to go to really get a feel who's going to be on the team, but it's just driving me crazy. It really is because it's like they had to rip our hearts out once again this year, and then it's like they're going to make us wait. Just sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait. And I feel like I'm in the self-checkout line, and we have seven seven-year-olds in front of me saying that the self-checkout's not working. That's what I feel like right now. That's the type of weight we're talking about. You know, you should really – like. Relax, dude. It's a long off season. You know what helps you relax? CBD, dude. <laughs> Not me, dude. When I want to relax, I crack open a good old fashioned American <laughs> mule because it winds me down. Wow, so serious. I know. No, no, I was make jokes. No, it was good. It was like a commercial. He's doing a commercial type. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but honestly, dude, I don't know, bro. You. Get... Friday. Today's fr no. Today's Friday, dude. Damn. Wow. I was saying that all week. I was like, oh, I'll give it to a Friday. They're going to make, you know, some announcements for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, come on. I know you like giving me a tough time, but you, you definitely see and understand the frustration. Dude, give it, to, give it till next Friday. <laughs> dude. Give it till next Friday. They're going to want to announce, you know, goes for Halloween, you know, spooky, spooky and it, stuff. It, it dude. Does. I promise we'll, we'll move along after this question because I know, like I said, all about the Yankees, but I want to go to you, Michael, here to no. wrap this conversation up. Honestly. Is it a complete embarrassment, the Cashman obsession? Yes. What is it like? What is he dwelling on, though? What is Hal dwelling on? Because it, it's like it's like it's his son. It, no, but it's like it, it, you you want to say, oh well, George really liked him. Oh, it's like oh, so George really liked getting smacked every year. Like it's like so that connection doesn't make sense. So that's mm -hmm. why it's like, uh, you know, Mike was saying yesterday that he just wants someone to like go grab some drinks with you know at the racetrack you're Johnny really Walker blue I mean, that's what mike said yesterday yeah taking what barnes said months ago yeah what's changed i mean what i can't really think changed. of anything else why keep him why keep boone i know so well, i understand why keeping boone but all i want as jay-z would say a moment of clarity time that's all i want all right so hopefully by next friday dude we'll get one Okay. There we go. Next Friday. <laughs> uh, but moving along here, uh, last night we did have the winner take all game five NLCS on TBS. And your buddy, Ron Darling, was on the broadcast. 
Oberon. Uh, exciting game. I actually watched it start to finish. Volume no, off kidding. most of the game because I was watching the football. Um, Dodgers 2, Giants 1. Um, you know, really was interesting. W- were you shocked the last second move to start Corey Kniebel? Yeah, a little bit, dude. Um, you know, we, we previewed the game a little bit a couple days ago. And, you know, I was talking about Urias and everything and how 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 much success he had in the postseason right. last season and how much more, um, <laughs> you know, experience he had than Kick Webb. the camera, Barnes. Um, oh, I know I did. <laughs> have a couple mules. Um, That's why you had the CBD. Relax. You're, you're Tony. Like I think you're very anti-CBD. I just see it all over your face. I've never, I've never really, you know, why you so dabbled tight? in the CBD. Tight. I'm not really that tight. Oh, really? That's what I'm talking about. You can't even have a good laugh about it. <laughs> Continue on, though. Um, yeah, dude. Whatever I was saying about, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Urias, obviously, yes. Like I was saying, you know, having you know some good stuff and more experience than Webb, I thought he would be a good. Um, kind of starter for this game to really set the tone for the Dodgers. Um, evidently they start Kniebel. Um, obviously worked out. They, they threw in Grotto Roll as well. Um, I mean they, they pitched two innings prospectively, giving up I think three between two of them. Obviously no earned runs, and then Urias came in four innings. I think he pitched four innings, three five, hits, one run, five Ks, five Ks. Um, so kind of did what he needed to do. He left that one run, which you know at the time um, tied up the game, I believe. Right, they were up one nothing. The Dodgers. Yes, Darren Ruff. Darren Ruff with like a four hundred and thirty dead center, dead center, dude. Um, absolute bomb of a home run. Um, but dude, what I was honestly su- surprised about the most was Cody Bellinger coming up clutch. Big hit. Huge hit for the Dodgers, pretty much propelling them. Yeah, for the victory, hit one sixty this season. I know, unbelievable. After a a tough regular season, he is shining here in the postseason. Um, Also, another player shining in the postseason, but way more expected. Mookie Betts, I believe he has had nine hits this series against the Giants. Four for four. Four for four last night. Um, I mean, that's exactly what you have him on the team for. And you know, I think because. Again, you know, team effort, of course, but you know those two players specifically definitely propelled them. I mean, this was a tight game the whole 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 way. Low scoring, two one. Um, Kenley, Jansen, Max Scherzer in the ninth. Um, you want to talk about the the questionable check swing? It wasn't. It, it was a check swing. It was not a strike for sure. Um, but I mean, I guess that's baseball. You see, Wilmer was crying after. Yeah. I mean, really just not fair. I mean, the Giants team, yeah. 107 wins. When are they going to be in this position again? You never uh, know. You, you talk about Logan Webb, Tony. I mean, dominated last night. Seven, seven innings, innings, dude. One run ball. Um, seven Ks. They were 13-0 and 0 when it starts. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, there was nothing else he could have done. Right. Lack of offense. Um, obviously, on the Giants side, I mean, other than Ruff hitting that homer, I mean, Chris Bryant went two for four. I think right. Crawford might have had a single – um, yeah, that was, was one it. For four Posey as well, one for four. Um, Yastrzemski didn't even. It was. I think he had two at bats, so for two. Yeah, Langaria didn't do anything. No. Um, so I think you know a lot of older guys in this team. Who knows mm-hmm. who's going to be back? Um, so really, just a tough thing. And because of this loss, because of the team with the most wins in baseball being out in the first round of the playoffs, more or less, you know, because we're not considering the wild card, like we mm-hmm. said. Um, any reason you think they should somewhat change that format 
you know, rewarding teams that maybe are in the wild card game but have more wins than teams that win the division? Or you think you can't do that because then that brings down the importance of winning the division? No, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it would bring down the importance of winning the division. I mean, at that point, you know, it's that's baseball. It's it's. I mean, I mean, it's crazy to even think that the Dodgers were a wild card team to begin with. Um, but you know, I mean, that's that's why you have it serious. Why it's not just one game once you get to the playoffs. I mean. Um, you know, the Giants obviously had a great year. They had the ability to beat the Giants. I mean, they weren't, um, you know, necessarily an underdog team when you come. I mean, you know, they were pretty evenly matched coming into this series. I mean, that's just the way it goes. I don't think there's anything wrong with the format. I mean, you, you think about the series, it was, it went, it went the distance, it went five games. Um, I mean, you really could have asked for a better series, to be honest, between these two teams. Absolute classic for a division yeah. series, but one thing, and I know it would only affect really one round of the playoffs, but I'd like to see, you know, going forward for the uh, championship series, mm-hmm. the team with the more, with more wins gets home field advantage. Like, so the Dodgers would open up the series in Los Angeles mm-hmm. against the Braves versus vice versa. I mean, they won 17 more games than them this season. That's open up on the road. Why? Why not do that? That has nothing to do with divisions because you're still the first round, right? Going to be the same. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, so you're saying doing that across the board for the playoffs, just for the second round, just for the championship series? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But then doesn't that again? Wouldn't that kind of? I guess maybe for the second round, not necessarily. Yeah, because you know what I mean. You have to get to you the have second to get round. second round. Um. And like it's like yeah. it's a case where the team that was the wild card had more wins. You know what I mean? Right, it's not like is, winning division is not important. You just right. didn't do that good, and you're in a weak division. Why should be rewarded for it? Mm-hmm. Something to think about. Yeah, something to think about. Um, so we get the Dodgers, we get the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. for game one tomorrow. Um, gonna be a fun one for sure. Uh, Braves, you know, good story getting getting all the way to the championship series. Uh, before we get to tonight's game, didn't get to ask you yesterday. Thoughts on Mike Schilt getting canned yesterday, Cardinals manager. Pretty surprised, to be honest. Um, I thought he was well-liked across, you know, uh, within the ball club and everything. And, I mean, you think about, I guess they haven't won a World Series in a while, but just the Cardinals' overall success in general. Right. Um, I mean, they've been pretty consistently good for a while, I feel. Um yeah, I don't know, a bit of a head scratcher for me to be honest. It said that they had some type of disagreement, right? Yes, philosophy, philosophy disagreement. So I mean, it is honestly like I know I ask questions like this all the time, but is this whole like the front office running everything in collaboration ever going to change? Honestly, if you had to guess, I think it's just going to get worse. Honestly, at this point, you don't think there's going to be one team that's going to say like wanting to go, you know, buck the trend, right? No pun intended. Bringing Showalter. Wouldn't make sense in all seriousness. I know it came off as a joke, but it wouldn't. You know what I mean? That's the type of guy who would want. You know, power no, yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, maybe a ball club or two will do that, and maybe they'll be successful. But I don't think you'll see that across the board. And, and I question, like Tony Larusa, is he really all you know being ordered around by computers? I really, I don't think that's I doubt the it. case. No, yeah, I don't think so. so Him? It's like if they're if they're doing that, like I know they got eliminated first round, but it's like. You know what I mean? Like, the, uh, it, it just, it really, like, irritates me. I, it really does, though, because it's, like, it's so stupid. It doesn't make sense. Part of any sport is feel, and computers offer no feel. 
Are you like referring to the Yankees? But but not just that. <laughs> no, just yes, you're totally right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And it's kind of a shame to see the sport kind of go into this direction where, like you said, there's really no feel to it. It's just like a numbers game, and and that's not really what baseball is about, honestly. Um, I mean, I guess the the, the thing is, it's like what it's going to take mm-hmm. is it's going to take highly talented teams that are successful in the regular season, right? Failing several consecutive mm-hmm. years in a row. And then I think they're going to say, wait, maybe enough is enough. Maybe we're wrong. As Doggy would say, maybe it's not all about the guys with the flip-flops, the mm-hmm. Starbucks, the computers. Just saying. I can see it happening. Uh, the Mad Dog will revel in that moment when that happens, dude. We're overdue for Doggy like to call in or something. I think so, dude. We got to start maybe just like tweeting at him or something, dude. I mean, so you, you've had <clears throat> some one-on-one conversation with him before? No, he's never been in studio. Maybe once or twice. Really? But he's always in New York. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've seen him in the hallway, but never like conversation. But you never like in the hallway. Was there at least like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, like, hey, good morning. <laughs> how, how would he say it though? How you doing? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what it like. I know he's just ridiculous, but I swear, like, you know, how I have a like a tough, I'm a tough grader when it comes mm-hmm. to things being funny, but I swear to God, every single thing he says is funny. It really is hilarious because he's just so serious about it, dude. It's so fucking hilarious. The golf, mm-hmm. the tennis. The tennis. Oh. Too much. It really see. is, dude. I think he's he's so entertaining. Um, Easily High Heat, I think, was my top show. Yeah. Like my favorite show. Yeah. I'll be that I mean, hands down. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, I know they won't do it. Just is it, and it's. I think he would do it, but, you know, Francesca is just so full of himself. They should just do, like, a year, like, just one-year deal, them two. Five days a week, like just do it. Like you know what I mean. Like imagine the ratings, the money there. Yeah, I guess. But again, it's the ego, dude. Francesca is such a loser. Honestly, dude. Why? Yeah. Why do you even want him on air? Just because though the com. It's just like, them two butting yeah, heads yeah, and everything. It's and so it's just, funny. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, but he he really he's the honestly I think he's worse than Kellerman. Francesca. Yeah. Francesca? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so moving along here, Red Sox at Astros, Tony game one, eight Oh seven. We get Chris sale versus, is it Frankie Valdez? I think so. Um, I can tell you right now, Framber Framber. Okay. Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez rematch of the 2018 ALCS, which I believe the Red Sox won in five or six games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so what do you, what do you make of this series? Um, <sighs> Honestly, I think it's tough, dude. I mean, I don't think the Red Sox, honestly, they've made it further than I thought they would. Right. Um, but honestly, I don't know. I think at this point they have a bit more of an advantage in terms of pitching. Right. Um, so I think they're going to be able to hold off the Astros lineup to maybe like three runs a game, honestly. I really wouldn't expect any of these games to be high scoring. I think they'd be pretty tight. Pretty but even loose. when Eduardo Rodriguez starts? I, no, just a serious question. Yeah, honestly, though. Dude, I just feel like he's <clears throat> so bad. But I feel like, honestly, even on both sides, both teams, I feel like their their pitching has kind of really stepped up. Yeah. I mean, when you think of – McCullers, of, though. Yeah. Out. Okay, McCullers is out, but but even with him out, um, I mean, look at the series against the White Sox. I mean, the White Sox really didn't score a lot of runs ever. I think, I think they had one game six, three win. Yeah. six-run game or something. Yeah. But other than that, you know, the Astros were winning like 10-2, 10-3, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I think, you know, they're going to be versing a little bit more, um, 
little bit better of a, of, a, of a pitching staff at this point. I think the White Sox were a little bit disappointing in terms of their starters and their bullpen. I mean, you saw Hendricks struggle. Kimbrel. Um, Kimbrel struggle. And <clears throat> honestly, I think at this point, you know, the, the Red Sox specifically are riding a high. They have a lot of momentum going their way. Um, I think this one's going to go the distance as well. Um, for tonight, I think with Sale pitching, I think Red Sox win this 5-2. Wow. Yeah. See, I think this is going to be a situation. And tonight, I'm going Astros. And I think until game seven, the home team is winning every game. And then game seven, I'll assess the situation at that point. But I just think Fenway Park, the Red Sox, pretty hard to beat there. Oh, for sure, dude. Um, electric. What, what, what's your thoughts on two three two? I don't. I don't like it. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care for it, dude. Because it's like I don't know. It's just like so you you have a better record. You have mm-hmm. home field. I get it. You get game seven, but it's like you have to play three you think straight you make road it games. There. Yeah, I know. It's making sense. The series, right? It should be two two one one one. Right. That's how it is in basketball. It's almost yes. like yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense because it's like you said, you know, like. I mean, yes, I guess game seven at home is good, but just the split doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So maybe collective bargaining agreement. Uh, we'll get something. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to wrap up our baseball conversation, Tony, anything further you've heard on the Mets? I know you have a lot of sources <laughs> in different states. Um, on the Mets, literally nothing, dude. I'm in the same amount of limbo you are in at this point. I heard they're um, looking at Piazza as a manager. No, they're not. What I heard from that's who? what I heard from who, dude. Uh, I, heard I think it, it was, Mike. I think it was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a source, I don't want to give him speaking more. of hardball. What, what happened, happened to John Smoltz? Meaning, he used to, to be, be good, good. At, at broadcasting. Is that what he's talking about? Um, I think he's still a pitching. great broadcaster, he's a great, he was a great oh. pitcher as well, but he's retired, plays a lot of golf, does play a lot of golf on the tour, but no, he's not. This he is which tour. The senior tour he's played, but he's not uh, yeah. he's not a full-time member. Like he's no, he's not, events. but he's played yeah. events, dude. It doesn't matter. You can't say he's on the tour then. Right, Barnes? Yeah, you can't say that. What what constitutes on the tour? Uh, every every fucking event to dude? get into every event. Well, it doesn't matter though. You're in there, you're playing. No, he didn't earn it. He did earn it. It's like me going to play. Go ahead, he's good I, enough. I was just gonna dude. say that and I know Mike could attest to this. That would be like saying Steph Curry's on the tour because he's played in some of the corn fairy events. He's not on tour, Tony. John Small song tour, dude. Ridiculous. I want to get him in Michael here, King dude. Tone. I Michael get him in here, dude. King Tone. So we'll see what happens tonight. 807 on FOX. Uh, and just a little <laughs> pot pre, Tony, to close out. Any NHL thoughts, you know, last couple of nights when I mean, we've seen the Rangers fall again to Dallas last night. I think it was 3 2, 4 3, something along the 3 2 overtime. Um, pretty tough, dude. Um, pretty tough loss, I would say. I mean, you know, the first loss, I guess, to the Capitals, although looking pretty bad, um, you know, you they're, could see they're still the Capitals. Yeah. You could see it. You know, it, it happened. I didn't get a chance to talk about it yesterday. Barnes said a blowout um, yesterday. Yeah, 5-1. 5-1, right, yeah. Watched I mean, whole it, it, it whole game. That pretty much. The whole game. I mean, how much did you watch of the game? <laughs> Continue on, though. <laughs> Continue on. Um, so, yeah, so I guess the Capitals, I mean, obviously – they're you know they're 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 goal scorers out Alexander Ovechkin 
So it's like obviously your defense is keying on him, but then that opens up space for other players, which is exactly what you sh- saw between Carlson and Oshie. Um, so whatever, dude. Anyway, last night, Dallas Stars, you're down to nothing early. Um, Jacob Peterson unassisted. Uh, Any relation the- to David no. Peterson? Okay, continue now. Um, <laughs> uh, second period, you uh, let up an early power play goal. So you see the penalties kind of um, obviously making an impact against the Rangers. But then you get two goals back-to-back, um, really battling back. I mean, the, the, those first two goals against you, um, one was a power play, one was a broken play, um, you know, in your offensive zone. So that kind of shit happens, I suppose. But, you know, to kind of battle back to score two unanswered goals in the second period um, kind of really showed um, the type of resilience the Rangers could have. Um, I mean, Chris Kreider's been on the team forever. He had the second goal, a nice kind of tip-in goal in front of the net. He's He honestly is my favorite player. He's been my favorite player for a while on the Rangers. Uh, he's a big body. He's got tremendous speed. He can accelerate very quickly, and he's just a nuisance in front of the net. We seem to deflect a lot of goals. Um, and then you talk about Adam Fox. I mean, um, just a phenomenal defenseman for the Rangers. Talk about all the accolades he has. Um, but then, you know, you, you kind of go into overtime and, you know, you can talk about the format and everything. But when it comes down to it, it's just it's three on three hockey. Um, there's a lot of room. There's only, it's only three on three. Right. So it's it's pretty Wait, much. What just is it? Three on three. You're trying to be funny. How it, okay. Continue. <laughs> so it's three and three in overtime and so how many all right come on like you don't need to push the buttons tony continue so we're in overtime right it's three on three dude um so i mean it's just it's pretty much any literally when any, did they change that rule happen two three years ago i don't really know if i like it um terrible I think it's like gamey, arcadey, Barnes. Yeah, no, it's no, very no, arcade. Let's, it let's, honestly, it's an NFL overtime. No, let's it, just do three on three. Yeah, yeah, why not? Basketball, NFL? basketball, one on one. Yeah, full court. Um, no, it's honestly like the coaches. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The coaches it's like MLB. Yeah. You know, runner on second and start out with the home run derby is, instead. Yeah, really, it's, it's it is a little outrageous. However, you know, I think it's. It, I mean, it's tough to. Wow. I mean, oh no, three on three should be how hockey is played. I mean, you're just widely wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry, bud. I understand, obviously, you know, in, in the regular <laughs> season, you go to shootout after an overtime or two, which is totally fine. And then postseason, you just play until someone scores, which makes perfect sense, I thought. Um, but they decided to go through on three to kind of speed up some games. I think it was maybe the COVID season. I think it may have the season before that. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Didn't this start with the All-Star game going through on three? Yeah, that started a, yeah, a while yeah. ago. They did All-Star game that was three, like three which is kind of fun. That's fun as hell. Right. Um, but All-Star. anyway, you know. Three and three overtime. Panarin tries to make a move in the offensive zone. Loses the Is that puck. Artie Panarin? Um, Artemi. Artemi. Artemi Panarin, the bread man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you lose the puck right there, and all of a sudden you have, you know, two offensive players going the other way for the Stars. And that was the end of it, dude. A uh, little embarrassing, though, because I feel like Dallas, are they really expected to be that good this year? Yeah, no, Dallas is pretty decent. I think maybe two years ago they made it well into the playoffs. Um, you know, they have Jamie Ben. Um, I may, I may, I may botch his name, but Miro Heekskinen. Um, Heekskinen. Heekskinen, maybe. Heekskinen, I think, maybe he's probably more correct. Um, former first round pick, like maybe three years ago, I think. So, you know, they have um, good players. You think about their goalie, you know, Brandon Holpe. 
Uh, Any relation Stanley to Cup. Anthony Volpe? Volpe? Matt was getting tight at me. Yeah, oh, dude, it's getting pretty tight. It's pretty tight right now, probably hearing you say Volpe or Vol. What'd you say? Volpe? No, it, no, it, no. I I was you say Volpe. Volpe. It's, Volpe. it's Volpe. Volpe. Like like he's from France or something. It could be. I don't know. Um, and you should cut, know. Not dude. to cut you off here, but uh, Tolly, who technically indirectly is cutting you off, said to be fair. Rangers have a lot of potential. Um, the bread man, but when he's speaking to this potential, I mean, who? Where is it? Yeah, who is it? Where is it? What is it, Tony? Um, what is it? I mean, I think it's their, just their offensive capability. They have a lot of young players. Um, I mentioned, you know, you mentioned Panarin, yeah, uh, Kreider, um, Mika Zibanejad. Obviously, is is another one. He has a lot of assists. Same line as Panarin. Uh, Ryan Strom was an acquisition from the Islanders. Believe it or not, um, I think he's a little underrated. Keandre Miller. Um, Keandre Miller. DeAndre Miller is in it. It's oh yeah, I think you're right. I thought it was DeAndre Miller. I Trevor Williams. Um, Keandre Miller. Travis um, Young. <laughs> Travis okay. Scott. Uh, you think of um Alexis Lafreniere, also a good acquisition, former first round pick. Capo Caco, um, also another first round pick. Um, I mean, just in terms of that young talent, you know, they 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 have it there. Um, and then they have good defense. I mean, Jacob Truba, Keandre Miller as well, Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren. Um, you know, they have a lot going for them. And then the goaltending um, between Shosturkin and Georgiev, I mean, they're pretty much – they swap out starters, essentially, like every other game it seems. <laughs> That's I mean, lame. Georgiev getting one so far, Shosturkin getting the other one. Uh, last night that was. So, I mean, they have a lot of talent. It's just really a matter – of just, I guess, getting the chemistry down. I mean, again, you know, they, they, they battle back from a two-goal deficit, which is really good, an early two-goal deficit. Oh, However, you sounds know, Sounds like Mets penalty- jargon. And I was going to say, it sounds like New York Giants jargon as well, but continue. I mean, you can tell me I'm wrong. Uh, I but mean, I think there's that's nothing to get excited about. Yeah. I think that's what Michael he's, he's asking. Your potential, what's the potential? What's the excitement? It's yeah. like, oh, they came and, back. And from also, I mean, I know nothing about hockey, I could be completely wrong with this, but like, is there some type of comparison with? Quarterbacks. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. If you have two goaltenders, you don't have any. No, I think that's wrong. I mean, you know, goaltenders take a break. Um, now, when did that start? When did Patrick that start? Wah was taking breaks. Pro door never Depending took breaks. What you have? Uh, Lundqvist, uh, Mike Richter never took breaks. Take breaks. Um, they always work in the secondary goalie. Dominic Hasek. You're telling me he Dominic took breaks. Hoshik took Dominic. Breaks. Dominic Hoshik. Dominic. Uh, this is the beginning of the season, right? So they're just kind of But I'm asking about Dominic Hoshik. And I, I so kind of feel... I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't know how many games he sat out, dude. No. Probably like two. Who is his back... Who is Brodeur's backup? What do you have one? What do we have one? No, no, no. What about Gene Sebastian Jagir with the Anaheim Mighty Ducks? You're telling me he was taking breaks, Tony? Um, At some point, yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. And Marc-Andre Fleury before he left the Penguins? I mean, he was, he was their key cog those couple championships um Tony Sight. that's not true actually who was their other goalie that definitely started way more than him towards the end uh mark andre flurry the the flurry some flurry no no, no mark andre flurry is the guy oh it doesn't matter but i'm just saying like i i don't know i think that throws off the chemistry of the yeah. team yeah no that, no but i'm serious that's like being an nfl team and then saying no there's no every other, other, oh, yeah, no, we're gonna no, do no. a new or every play they're gonna rotate. Yeah, no, that was like Sanchez wrong. and Tebow. 
Um, Who's the best goalie in the league? Um, I mean, numbers are front. I mean, Flurry is definitely up there. Flurry, um, what is he? Forty? Yeah. What the hell? What is it? He pretty old? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean he can't be good. I yeah, mean, but, but still, I just look at Martin Brodeur over there, Michael. Yeah, but he's a goat. But, but I'm just I, saying, like, there aren't any youthful players in this league. Yeah, come on, who's who's like? Come on, I'm Flurry's sick not of the best goalie. Yeah. I know nothing about hockey. Flurry's not the best. Goalie. Can't be. I would guarantee. Yeah, it. guarantee. So Flurry's definitely up there. But no, he's past his prime. prime. No, I don't know. Dude, he was dude. playing during Brodeur's yeah. years. No, no, no. Let's see how old he is. I mean, wow. Talk about exposure, Michael. This sport needs to, like, yeah. revamp. <laughs> I meant to go to Tony. He's 36 uh, right now. Spring so he probably started chicken. when he was, like, 17. Jeez. Yeah. That, that's a weak answer. Uh, I don't know, dude. She, I don't know, dude. Dates joined 03 Penguins. Brodor was winning a Stanley Cup that year. How old was he? Probably, like... 36. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Dumbass. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know, nice. dude. Um, fuck, I forget the guy's name. Hold on. Tampa Bay. Lightning Andre Vileveski. Uh, Vasilevsky. Yes, he's the one for the Lightning. He's like 6'7". Um, absolutely monstrous. Is that the tallest goal. goalie in NHL history? Uh, no, because I think Brandon Bishop, who used to be on the Stars, also... Um, like six. No, no, but I, I'm sorry, Tony. I have to call you out here. So you were saying Mark Andre Fleury, best sure, goalie dude. in the league. He's up so there. I'm looking at top 25 goals. <laughs> I said he's Fantasy. up there. Yeah, yeah. They have him number seven. So they have Valeski one. That would be up there, boss. Lerner number two. You didn't mention mention Robin Lerner of the the Vegas Knights. Connor Hellebuck for the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg. How about <laughs> Winnipeg? Darcy Quemper. Of Kemper. the Avalanche. How about Igor Shreskin for the Rangers? Shesterkin. <laughs> you're, no, but you're all Rangers, Rangers, and then you're you're giving Flurry the number one spot. I mean, I did not give him the number one weak. spot. Yeah, what do you mean? I just asked Michael. Michael. He said I said Flurry the- is up there, and I'm thinking. I mean, I think Shesterkin. I don't know if you're thinking. Hasn't enough. had. Yeah, I didn't think. I mean, <laughs> and, and just to cut you off again. Kim <laughs> um, <laughs> Talbot wasn't he the backup for Henrik Lundqvist a while ago? What, is he still on the Oilers? He is on the Minnesota Wild. Wow, dude, what a drop off, huh? Uh, Carey Price all the way at 18. You see that bad now for the Canadians? Um, he's getting older and he's just struggled with injuries, to be honest. So, I mean, like, honestly, how good could you be when you're injured? But I'm not really buying Ela Sarikin for the Islanders. Is Crawford in there? Crawford, Crawford. no. Okay, interesting. I mean, maybe if he's like on like number 30, let's see. No, uh, duh, 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 duh. wow, I mean, he's not even in the top. 30. Well, I think he's retired anyway. So I was just, oh, I don't okay, know if that's great. current goalies or just, yeah, last yeah. 10 years. Or I don't even know what you're looking at, to be honest. Um, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm dropping the ball here, Tony, but I, this is, this is a stupid question. This shows me not listening. But are, are you a Rangers fan? I, I, I swear to God, I, if I, if I'm, if I sound silly, I sound you don't silly. sound, there's no such thing as a dumb question. I'm a Rangers fan. Uh, do you have any secondary or is it all just Rangers? Secondary, I mean, it. I would say it varies, honestly. Um, I like the Ducks. I followed the Ducks when I was a kid, obviously, my Ducks. Um, to be honest, when I was a kid, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey, Detroit Red Wings. I hated the Red Wings. Brett um, Hull. Brett Hull. 
Gordy Howe is really who I was into when I was young. Brett, Mr. Hole was pretty nasty though. Brett Hole was pretty hockey. I also followed the, followed the Phillies for a while when I was young. Um, you know, Claude Giroux. You know, dude. What about Sean Avery? Uh, I was a big Sean Avery fan. Definitely young growing up for the Rangers. I mean, a, a bruiser, dude. Um, his um I guess qualms um with Mark Mark Andre Fleury. Martin Brodeur specifically, pretty legendary, dude. They hated each other. Um, I mean Brodeur is a total piece of shit, so I mean who doesn't hate him? Yeah, Stanley Cup winner three times. Were really you fun. disappointed originally at the St. Louis and Callahan trade? Back in the day, originally, yes, dude. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting um, to trade captain for captain. Um, I really don't think so. I loved Ryan Callahan to be honest. I think he had some, some nice hands, dude. Really uh, quick wrist shots. He was definitely a leader. Obviously, he's your captain for the team. Uh, St. Louis, you know, being old, um, knew you really weren't getting many years out of him. However, they did make that big push in the playoffs that year. Um, I mean, I hate to say it, but I mean, St. Louis' mom passed away right before the playoffs, and he just came back um, with a real big drive, and the, the team really rallied around. But was him. that after the they had lost in the to the Kings in the finals, and they yeah. won the Presidents' Trophy that year? Right, and they, they yeah, lost that was conference after finals. Tampa Bay, yeah, so they lost to that year, um, <laughs> which is ironic because I mean they had a lot of former Rangers on the team. Martin um, St. Louis. Yeah, I met him once, actually. So did Matt. No way. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Miami. Yeah. Or wherever. Yeah. I think, oh, the, the Fontaine Blue. Wow. I've never been there, but neither have I. Um, but I, I'm, I'm getting adapted here. I'm getting some range with hockey, Tony. I think I'm going to give another stab tonight. And it, what would you say best matchup of tonight? Oh, all right. Let me see the docket here for tonight, which is. Friday, October 15th. Um, Canucks, Flyers, Wild Ducks. Um, mm, I would say, honestly, you're, you're probably maybe the most fun game would be Wild Ducks. Um, that kind of sounds funny. <laughs> it uh, does. The Wild, Wild Ducks, Ducks, dude. Ducks um, at home tonight? They're, at, they're in Anaheim, excuse me. Um, but you talk about, I think the Ducks just clobbered whatever team they played two nights ago. I forget who it was. The Winnipeg, 4-1. Right, which is the game I talked about. Right for you know a possible bet making game. I thought that was the Oilers game. No, I, I remember I was like, oh, Ducks. Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. Yep. Jets. I don't know. I would safer bet Oilers, um, which ended up going in a shootout anyway. So it really wasn't a safe. Yeah. Bet, but <laughs> nonetheless, dude, one nothing on the year. Um, I mean, talk about Cam Talbot, right? Good goal yep. for the while. We mentioned him. Um, the Ducks pretty much have you know the. The uh, usual suspects. I believe they still have, um, oh, they have, yeah, Hampus Lindholm, Cam Fowler, um, Kevin Shattenkirk on defense, which really gets me. Shattenkirk nervous. is he's really Shatt, he's, he's got to be like forty years old now. Wow, he used wow. to. He was on the Rangers a couple of years. Um, I guess you know, good. I guess clubhouse mentality leader. Um, well, pretty light slate tonight. Very light, dude. Only three games, but I would look out for Ryan. Gets left. They need to just center for the Ducks. The, like league. Um, also, Adam 
Henry. I thought we were giving Start him a shot season. this year. <laughs> Start of the season, three games, second night. Like, what is this? NBA has like 10. No, no. And the best part is, too, so he's stupid. The, no, you got not. the national broadcast, 7 o'clock, what and is the it? NHL Network, the Blackhawks Devils, and then the other two games are on ESPN+. Plus. I do have ESPN+, Plus, but not everybody does. So I just feel like it, weird, what, the, the, the second game is on Hulu. Like, great. I mean – Honestly, dude, that's that's ESPN for you at this point. If it was NBC Sports, they would be they would, on, yeah, uh, it'd be on NBC Sports, dude. No, it would be. What is the NHL Network? Well, it's, is that like you have to own, you have to pay for that? I mean, if NHL you have network. NFL Network, MLB Network, you probably have NHL Network. NLB network. talking about Optimum. Like, if I you just have regular Optimum, you can't get those games. No, this no. is then what the hell are we um, doing here? MLB and NFL Network and NHL is extra, I believe. No, but what I meant is if you have one, you have them all. NHL Network, I believe, is still owned by MLB Network. So doesn't that irk you, Barnes? Like, see, wrong at this like point. I, think I know, and bought them, maybe not. Oh, with the whole network. Yeah, situation? NBA. Well, just stick with the NBA. It's like Monday, Wednesday, ESPN, Tuesday, Thursday, TNT. Boom, done. All and season long, every night, NBA playoffs. TV. Oh, well, yeah, that I'm just saying playoffs is every. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's oh. on. You got your Saturday primetime, your Sunday afternoon. And they just know what matchups to put. You know, oh, it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. it's like, no. I'm sorry. NFL and NBA are light years ahead of these other leagues. Yeah, probably, dude. I mean, I don't tell you. That's it. That's all. Um, yeah. So, but would you say Ducks decisively tonight, Tony, or no? If you're a betting man. Uh, if I was a betting man, Minnesota's I would. Minnesota's minus 175? Get off that website. Oh, sorry. That was from before. Uh, continue. <laughs> what? Defer isn't on the episode yet. What's up? No, I'm just saying, why are they minus 175? Is Talbot that good? Talbot is very good, obviously. Um, but I don't know, dude. I feel like, yeah, minus 175 seems like a lot, to be honest. I would I would think the Ducks honestly win this one, like 3-1, dude. Um, I think they have good goal scores. Um, they have decent defense. I mean, yeah, I would say the – um, in terms of a goaltending matchup, the um, Wild probably have it. Um, hold on one second, dude. Let me just see. The mindset 175 is crazy, dude. You taking that bet, dude? I mean, no. I I like value. I mean, I think the value would be Ducks money line. I mean, I don't know right? what they are money line, but I would imagine. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking at the Minnesota Wild lineup right now. Pretty uh, locked down D. Uh, Jared Spurgeron, um, over under former rookie of the year, Philadelphia Flyers, Matthew Dumba, Jordy Ben, Jonas Brodeen. You know who's coming out of retirement? Dan Nick Girardi. What? No, he's not. What? He's not like 60 years old. What do you mean? He's probably like 44. Were you a big Dan Girardi? Of course, dude. I mean, defenseman? Oh, I mean, he wasn't really, he was, he was your typical defenseman, dude. No, Any relation? no relation at all. Distant dude. cousin. Um, I don't think so, dude. Okay. Um, wow, the Wild still have Zuccarillo. That's hilarious. Yeah, but what about Matthew Boldy on Ryan your reserve? Is Hartman. that is that a problem or no? Uh, Matthew who? Matthew Boldy, the left wing. Matthew Boldy. I think you're totally fine, dude. They still have Foligno. No, and then also they're getting all this credit. I mean, they lost five one. I get it. It's preseason to the Chicago Blackhawks. Preseason though. Five one. Not. 2-1, 5-1. That's why I'm telling you to go Ducks, dude. I'm telling you All go right. Ducks. I'm going Ducks. I'm going Ducks. We would say that's the lock of the night. I wouldn't say that's the lock of the night. I think it is. There's only three games. I mean, something has to be the lock of the night. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Blackhawks over no, Devils. No, Devils over Blackhawks. Lock, lock of the night. of the night. Devils. I feel I mean, more confident in that one. 
Clearly, um, he's I just doing so, it in spite dude. of me. Um, no, I, I, really actually, don't. I would definitely parlay. Michael King, Michael King, Michael King. I would go for the parlay. I'm telling you, I'll go two for two tonight. Three for three. To the Devils, but trust me. Their um, year. Who's their starting goalie, dude? Mackenzie Blackwood, Jonathan Bernier. Watch what happens. Who do they have going for them? They have Jimmy Vesey on the left wing. Thomas. Oh, sorry. Tomas Tartar, former Detroit Red Wing. That's who you're picking up. A former Red Wing. You know who wants to make a comeback? Who? Yamir Yager. He's in some Czech league right now. <laughs> so it would be an NHL. Comeback. I think he had like six points in his first four games. Like absolutely ridiculous. Sixty. I know it's unbelievable, dude. Um, Who do they have on defense, dude? PK <laughs> Subban. Wait, he's on the yeah. Devils? He's the captain. He's on the Devils, dude. He's How the many, captain. He's been on ten teams. Uh, Montreal, Nashville, San Jose, Devils, Predators, Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Oh, yeah. that's what you're asking me. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Correct. Um, Colton White. Wow. Jack Hughes, complete disappointment. Michael McLeod, maybe decent. Go ahead. Go. What, what do you got, dude? What do you got in the Devils right now? Trade for Jack Hughes. Jimmy VC is probably the best thing they got going for Drafted right Luke now. Hughes, signed game-changing defenseman Jack Dougie Hughes. Hamilton, uh, signed veteran winger Thomas Tatar, okay, and added a much-needed goaltender in Jonathan Bernier, okay, to I challenge mean... Mackenzie Blackwood, who has been shit in the bed. <laughs> yes, All right, man. you need some competition here with the Devils, and that's what you need. The Devils have their core in place and prove that their rookies are legit last season. So here we go. Brian, I'm telling you, take the Dude, devil's butt. Veteran wins. Does that not give you confidence right yes, there? Their yes, veteran is Tomas Tatar. Okay. Yeah, he's a veteran, but he doesn't mean he's good. He's you know not that great, like? dude. Tuna Tatar, because tuna sucks. Tuna Tartar is delicious. You don't like sushi? I I like shrimp, shrimp tempura, sushi. and that is all. No, lobster salad tempura. No, there's some more. California roll. California. Hughes tempura. is going to have a big senior. spicy senior. shrimp. Cucumber roll, Tony. Oh my god, sweet dude. potato roll. Ew, big Ew. year from Hughes, Barnes. Maybe a little crab, a big crab, big rangoon. dude. Big year for Hughes. Crab love crab, love crab rangoon. Showed last year was a big year for Hughes, supposedly. Hughes, yeah, huge year. And he's 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 a very dedicated player, he's looking to score more. And with the additions of Tartar and Hughes, uh, Tartar and Hamilton, Hughes will likely get a boost in his offense. The Devils is a lock of the night. Lock of the night. Um, see so I mean, we're two. really, we're really giving hockey. He didn't shot score this year, well last so year. I hope, it, I hope it doesn't underdeliver. Sophomore year, sophomore slump, but he showed a lot of puck handling skills. Very good with the puck. Last season, dude. Dude, I'm, and we're moving on. Last season, fifty-six games played. Guess how many goals he had? Twenty. Fifty-six. Eleven. Okay. Thirty-one points. Okay. Okay. Rookie sophomore. Year, seven goals. Okay. Uh great, dude. He's on track for 15 goals this season. He's gonna have 30 goals this season. No, he's not. Yes, dude. he is. Not with the rest no, of that we're, team. We're dude. really giving hockey he a shot here. We gotta have Trevon. The Jack, yeah. yes. He is the Jack Eichel of the New Jersey Devils. No, okay? he's not. He's gonna be great the next Patrick Elias. Completely next Patrick Elias. Because of the where no, is Patrick Elias. Where is Patrick Elias? Jason Arnett. Where is he? He's at home. He's retired. Yeah, yeah. dude. He retired a devil, baby. All right, so we're, we might go parlay Devils and Ducks. Do yeah. it. Do it. I'm just saying, for the record, I'm going Ducks, Blackhawks. All right, and for, for the, the record, record Tony, too. all I have to say is we're, we're, we're switching gears here before the close, and one thing, this is just a one-off here. 
I told you a couple months ago, I said, Tony, looking <laughs> out for you, looking out for your future. Invest in Bitcoin. Oh, and you know man. what Bitcoin was at at that point? 30,000. You want to know what it's at now? 62,000 and change. You couldn't just listen. I, I said, put 100 bucks. 100 bucks would have been 200. Would it not? Am I wrong? Trip at 100 grand. I've been 200. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have something. I mean, so better than nothing. So what do you say now? What should I do now, dude? Uh, wait for the dip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you, you guys can see. I mean, we're, we're a little ways away, but there's a future market report with Barnes. I mean, it's happening oh, at yeah. some point. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, there's really a place for that here at downtime. I mean, Tony. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, why not? Um, but we'll see what happens in the hockey tonight quickly on the way out, Michael. Um, any reason for concern as far as I'm concerned, Lakers 0-6 preseason wrapped up last night, 116-112 loss to the Kings. I, I think there should be a little concern, dude. Just a little. They don't really look too good offensively. But the thing is. But then, is there not a reason for concern because the Kings are four and zero, and we've seen we've seen this before? Yes, yes I know, I know. I mean, they're going to be they're going to figure it out. But I think the start of the season is going to be just a little up and down, you know, up until All Star break, and then they'll go like on a twenty to two run. And you know who I think is still pretty good, but it's just like we want to phase out the stationary centers is DeAndre Jordan. I think if you give him thirty minutes a night, I think, I think he's almost twenty rebounds a night. I swear to God, not even kidding. Over Dwight. Kind of, honestly. But I, I want both to play, but I just think Jordan is just an animal. With really? the alley oops and stuff. Mm. I mean, who do you think is a better player at this point? I think Dwight. I saw DeAndre on uh, Brooklyn. He didn't look too good. So 15 minutes, 12 points, 11 rebounds last night. Dwight, 13 minutes, 5 points, 7 rebounds. I mean, I, I love Dwight. So hopefully, you know, he'll play a role. Rondo, scoreless in 22 minutes. Yeah. How about Westbrook lighting it up 7 to 12 from the floor, 18 points, 29 minutes? Call it lighting it up? For him? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got opening night Tuesday. Looking forward to that, Tony. Uh, any Anything else you're hearing NBA-wise? Michael, no, way up? I'm just excited for the Knicks. Tony, anything? Are you excited for the Knicks? Um, honestly, <clears throat> I am reinvigorating my love for hockey, and I think basketball is going to be put on the back burner. Honestly, you can't do that. Why can't you just have range? Yeah, dude. I could try. Like, I feel like you got into it a little bit last year. Yeah. So why are you all of a sudden backtracking? Tight? Yeah. Because now we're talking hockey on the show now. So it's like makes more sense. We can't honestly. just talk everything. Yeah, we can't. We're talking stock. I will, <laughs> I will put some of my attention to and time to basketball. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be, you know, I'm going to be the hockey guy. And, and I hope you listened to me saying this, but I, I made this prediction, I think a couple months ago, but I'm telling you now, one year from now, Bitcoin, take a guess what I'm going to say, how much is this going to be worth? 150, 149,000. Can you go 150? No, because I wanted to be different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's going to dip a little bit. Right. So I hope you just take advantage. I'm telling you. Hundred dollars, just a hundred. Just do it for me, bud. All right. I'll once it dips. What what kind of dip am I looking at? I mean, give it, give like, it like forty five or give like it, give it fifty two. Fifty two. I mean, it's at sixty two. That's going down ten thousand. Okay. All right. So just look out for that. Um, 
fellas, as we head into the weekend, any any words of wisdom on the way out? I'm telling you tonight, everyone out there, Ducks, Blackhawks, dude. That's the way to go. Go out there, place your bets, buy yourself some American Mule. It wouldn't it be American Mule? Say, yeah, it's uh, Mar- American. Yeah, it's American. Buy yourself uh American Mule. But that's not what you said. You said yeah. buy yourself American Mule. American Mule. No, no, no. You but said, not American, American Mule, but uh American Mule. Let's have to. I'm not going to pause that much between uh and American Mule. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Or well, buy yourself a case of American Mule. Okay, how's that? I'm going to use just yeah. case from and now hit on. up AmericanMule.com for some gear. How about that? Sure, that fresh gear. My sweatshirt is so soft and friendly. Yeah, um, everyone loves it. Before, everyone. Before we close, Michael, anything Prefer. for the weekend, for the fans, for prefer. Sunday morning, uh, special sports port. Be there or be not around. Tony, right? Wouldn't that be a good thing? I won't be there. Well, so that would be a good analogy, would it not? But no one could be me. <laughs> uh, but of course, what a week. Thank you to all of our fans. Keep commenting, liking, subscribing. You guys are our motherfucking bloodline. We will see you on Sunday. 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 Hey, guys. Tony here from Downtime TV checking in. I want to thank all our fans out there who has been liking, subscribing, sharing our content. You guys are the best. You guys are our bloodline. You make us love what we do. Thanks again.